again for hosting our, our summer host. Our summer hostess with the most is inside, outside. Chitonius, Benimius, he's got it all. Baruch Hashem. I brought it inside because I've been very excited. No, it's good, it's good. It's all good. So it's a mamash of big schus. It's a big schus. Dafka during this time. During the three weeks when Bechitsonius, there's a morning going on. Bechitsonius, we're thinking about destruction. There's certain halachas that we have to keep, refrain from too much simcha. But in the Panemius, anybody who wants the Swarm of Dosha knows that these are the, the highest, these are the high holy days. This is when there's the most concentration of Kedusha, at least in a Panemius sense, of the whole year. These three weeks, Mamash. These three weeks. And of course, it's a time for Achtas. So coming together is even more powerful now. And although there is a minhag that uh, one doesn't listen to music during this time, but when it's music that's being over a person, when it's music that's taking a person to a place of depth, of amkus, of avodas Hashem, bring a, bringing a person closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so then, for our chevra, we can listen. Anybody who wants to, uh, no, actually, no one really cared just now. I haven't seen anybody putting their <laughs> hands in their ears or anything. Earmuffs. Yeah, <laughs> so I think we're going to be okay. So we were just listening to a song from Mas Hartman. I thought it was that cool. <laughs> you should know. You can't tell. Yeah. You can, you can talk about it. Always tell. Depends, depends who's putting it out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so Raz, Raz Hartman is very special. Yeah. His name means secret, Raz. He's a secret. Everything he plays, there's, di- there's two different ways to hear it. There's the outer way to hear it, and then there's the inner way to experience it. So we're going to listen to a song. Sam, I asked Sam for a song today. I said, give me a song. I told him a little bit what we wanted to talk. speak about right off the bat. He gave a song, so that's going to be the nigga for tonight. Just hear what the song the song, <laughs> Sam says that this song came down to Raz in YU. Has anyone, like 10 years ago. Has anyone, yeah, like 10, has anyone been, has anyone been to YU here besides Joe? Yeah. Well, I mean, not as a student, I bet. Whatever it is. So YU's in Washington Heights, you know, before Rebbe, it was even before <coughs> Rebbe showed up on the scene in YU. You know, not very... A lot of great tour there, but in a pessimistic way, there was something extremely lacking. But Roz came one night to Fabring, and the song we're about to play came down in his head while playing a Fabringen for us. It came down in him, talking about it in like Washington Heights, which is not Yerushalayim, <laughs> not Eretz Yisrael. This song came down, and you know, good teaching us on that. So, so as always, we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to the song now. It's a very, very deep song, and then we'll, we'll tie it into the parsha of this man that we're in. Listen to it again afterwards in a deep way. And then afterwards, if our hearts are open and our, and our neshamas are feeling a little bit of movement, maybe we'll sing some songs of, of yearning. yearning.
powerful song. So everybody knows these are the words from St. Shimon Esrei. For your Yeshua, for your salvation, we, we hope. We hope for all day. And we have a tzipia, a yearning, a longing for your Yeshua. So the Chida asks, the beginning of, of in, in Shona Esri is Esemech Dover Avdecha Esemech Dover Avdecha 
the sprouts, the outgrowths, Melech Mashiach, who's going to come from Davon Melech, let him grow, let him grow, bring Mashiach. Why? Because we're, we're yearning for it all the time. So the Chida asks, who cares if you're yearning for it? If you're Roy for the Geula, then you'll get it. If you're not Roy, you're not Roy. You're not Roy. But because you're begging, because you're asking, you've got to put... <laughs> You gotta put your mitzvahs where your mouth is. You gotta do the avodah. So he asks, "What is this?" Because we're like we're like little children who who complain against their parents. They want something, and the parents don't want to give it to them. They complain, they complain, they complain. So okay, fine, take it already. It's not gonna happen with the gula. You have to be roy for it. Also, what maybe we could ask? What's the difference between for your Yeshua? We hope, and then it says umitzapim Yeshua. A second later, it's like the same thing. What's the difference? So, in this week's parsha, there's the Indian of the Menos Slavchad. Everyone knows. The daughters of Slavchad, they wanted a piece of Eretz Yisrael. Their father had died, there's no brothers. And they were, they wanted a piece of Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. They go to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu goes to Kodesh Baruch, and Kodesh Baruch says yes, like the Menos Slavchad say. They should get a piece of Eretz Yisrael. And right after that, once Kaddish Baruch was already in the Eretz Yisrael you know, mindset, he tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, go into Har Avorim, go up, and I want you to look at Eretz Yisrael. A certain mountain at that time. Some say Har Avorim is also Har Navo, that's where he was going to die. But go stand on that mountain, and from there you could see all of Eretz Yisrael. And says to Kaddish Baruch, look at it well, because you're going to die. And you're not going to go in because you sinned. Can't go in. So if, if one would be reading these psukim slowly and thinking about it, you would, you would ask a very simple question. Are you, are you teasing Moshe Rabbeinu? It's not nice. Look, but you can't touch. It's like, a, it's like one kid to the next kid, you know? Look what I got, but you can't play with it. What's the understanding? What's a Kaddish Baruch Hu doing to Moshe Rabbein? This doesn't seem to make sense. And lastly, the Gemara in Shabbos tells us that when we get upstairs, Mitzvah Shem 120, there's going to be a few questions that, that they're going to ask you. Nasad v'asnat be'amunah, did you do business dealings be'amunah? Kvati v'amotorah, were you koveya zmanim every single day for learning? Tzipisili Yeshua, Tzipisili Yeshua, they're going to ask you, did you yearn for the Yeshua, for the salvation? Asakta Peri Verivia, were you also in Peruvu? So is Tzipisili Yeshua like a chiv? Does it say it somewhere in the Torah that we have to have a yearning for the Yeshua? That, that's the first question of the first questions they're going to ask you. Business dealing with you got to keep Allah. Torah, got to learn Torah. Peruvu, it's a Daraisa. We're talking about Mitzvah here. It's a piece of Yeshua. Where, where is there such a thing? Where is there such a concept? How is it one of the first four questions that were asked? So to begin, I was learning a Torah with some of the Chevron on Tuesday night from the Chutimran. Everything seems to go back to Rabbi Nachman. And Rabbi Nachman says in Torah Nandal he says something unbelievable as always. And he says that there's a koach of forgetfulness, shikha, in this world. 
Right? You forget things. He says, Rabbi Shikha means, he says, Shikha is called a Mises Halev. To forget something is called a Mises Halev, he says. Of course, one would think, Shikha forgetting is a Mises Ha. Has a Moach. You forgot something, you forgot it from your head. And Rabbi says, no, it's a Mises Halev. And therefore, the opposite, we would say, a zikaron, a remembering, is a kiyam halev. A forgetting is a misas halev, the lev is dead. So then remembering something is a kiyam halev. Keeps the lev pumping, if you remember something. If you forget about the past, you had something in your history, and you forget about it, so you can't, you can't retrieve it anymore. You can't bring it back up into your mind. You can't relive it. You can't re-experience it. You can't feel what you felt in the past. That's why so many people all the time, all, now that people are obsessed with just taking pictures and videos, they don't even experience it the first time, mm-hmm. right? which is a problem. You need to experience it the first time and then take a picture or two. And then you can look back. But if you're just taking pictures the whole time, you didn't even experience it. That's agav. But zikaron, remembering, is that we're able to relive in a certain way, in an emotional way, a way of the heart, not just in the mind, but even in, in, the, in, the, in the life. We can relive something. And Ibn Nachman says a big chiddush. He says that the Iker Zikaron, Ibn Nachman says, the Iker Zikaron is to be Davuk to the Amadasi. The Amadasi means the next world. The Iker Zikaron. The Iker remembrance is to remember there's another world coming. Classically, Zikaron is remembering something from the past. Remember the day you were born. Remember the creation of the world. No. Now it says the Iker Zikaron is the Alma Da'asi, the future. So when a person thinks about the future, and the Alma Da'asi, Rabbi Nachman, even though he does mean Olam Haba, doesn't just mean Olam Haba. Any next Madrega, anything that you aspire to, you hope towards, you yearn for, that's not here right now, but that it's coming. By you yearning for it, you're drawing that Indian into your mind and heart now, even though you never experienced it. Depending on the koach of your tzipisa, the koach, the koach of your yearning and your longing for that Indian which is an Indian of the heart, of the life. The more you yearn for something, the more you can draw <coughs> into your heart now, which is a tremendous koach that we have. We can live with the future now. And therefore, I think we just follow the logic, the spiritual logic of Rabbi Nachman. It comes out that when one remembers the future, when he recalls, when he's thinking about that Indian in the future, that's not right now. It actually, through those hopes and those dreams, the thinking of it now keeps those dreams alive. Right? The Alma Da'asi, the next world, is only coming because there's people right now hoping and yearning for it. That's what keeps it alive. If everybody would forget about the Alma Da'asi, then the Alma Da'asi, the Alma would actually cease to exist. What keeps the future alive is that there are people yearning for the future. You have a lot of people who live in the past. 
whether they're just living in the good old days and just reliving that and they, because they don't enjoy their time right now, or they're unfortunate people who are keep reliving the bad past again and again and the negative and the trauma. It's a chaval. It's more and more in this world. When Yaakov Avinu, when Yaakov Avinu heard the dreams of Yosef, he was very bothered. He yells at Yosef. These dreams are going to get you into big trouble. They did. They got Yosef Tzadik into big trouble. It started the whole exile of Yosef Tzadik getting kicked out of Eretz Yisrael. Those dreams. Right? He was exiled. He was the first one to get exiled. But Yaakov knew that there was still something to those dreams. And the Pasuk says at the end, the Aviv was Balkari. The Aviv Shamar Sadaver. His father, Yaakov, was Shana. He, he held on to it. He, he guarded. He, he remembered those dreams. He was thinking about it. He says, it's going to get him into trouble, which it did. But I'm going to hold on to them because they're probably true. And it was because of Yaakov holding on to the dreams of Yosef that he actually kept Yosef alive. He kept Yosef alive because he remembered those dreams. And they were not fulfilled until he himself, Yaakov himself, came down to Mitzrayim and bowed down to Yosef which is the culmination of the dreams. When the sun and the moon, when Yaakov came down himself, that was the fulfillment of the dreams. Until that point, he held on. Right? We know Yaakov kept mourning for 22 years. He never gave up hope on Yosef. He couldn't stop mourning. So we're all like, oh, Nebuchadnezzar Yaakov, Nebuchadnezzar Yaakov, which it was. But because of his mourning, because he held on to the dreams, he actually kept Yosef outside of life. Because when you think about the dreams, you keep the dream alive. So the Chidah says, to answer his own question, please allow the Tzemach David, Mashiach, to grow, to sprout, bring it fast. Why? Because we yearn for it, that's why it grows. That's what the Chidah says. That's Pshat and Shmanasri. Yearning is the watering of the seeds of the future. And here we're talking about Mashiach Mandav. That's gufu what keeps the dream of the Yeshua, of the Geula, of Mashiach Mandav alive. So, it's understandable that this is one of the most important questions. It's not a mitzvah in the Torah. It's higher than a mitzvah. It's a munah itself. It's Geula itself. Were you part of those people who kept the dream alive? Kodesh says, my dream is to bring Mashiach. My dream is to bring Yeshua. My dream is to bring a Geula. Were you one of the people who kept it alive? Were you watering the seeds of Geula? To peace of the Yeshua? Were you, were you looking? Were you thinking? Were you yearning? Were you longing? For the future. For a Gila Yelokos. For Mashiach ben Dov. Because if you were, then you're a person who was Mekayim the whole world. But if you weren't, then you're lacking big time. The Rambam even writes, say from Allah, anybody who's not mechak, is not waiting for the, the beer, the coming of the goal, who kofer betorah He's considered a kofer. There's no chiv in the Torah that says, see peace of Yeshua. Yet you're a kofer. 
if you're not. Because you're a kofar in the world. If you don't think about the future, you only care about the now, then, you, then there is no future. So you're a kofar. You're a kofar in the Torah, you're a kofar in motion. It's pretty strong. The koch of yearning, the koch of longing, kisufen. So while the koach of focusing and thinking about something and, and, and being dovuk to an aspiration, a thought, a hope, a dream, well, that <clears throat> gives it life. Sometimes when we hope for something and we get it, right? We have big hopes and we have, we have short, short goals, short hopes. Sometimes when you hope for something and you yearn for something so bad, a person's yearning to get married, a person's yearning for a child, a person's yearning for whatever it may be. <clears throat> All too often, and everybody's prone to this, is that when you get it, you stop yearning for it. You got it. I yearned for something, now I got it. But if you stop yearning for something, what's keeping it alive? Because it's dafka, the koach of the yearning, of the longing of the tzipisa, the Yeshua, or the, the outlook, the, the longing for this object that keeps it alive. But if you stop yearning for it, it starts to break, it starts to get crusty and old. Husband and wife, when they stop yearning for each other, then things get old. When a person forgets about his kid, he becomes, becomes very used to it, he becomes complacent, so then there's a breakdown between the love of the father to the son, or the father and the daughter, or whatever it may be. So I got it. Okay, Next. Once you move on to the next, you just destroyed the first. <clears throat> so when you get something and you stop yearning for it, you stop hoping for it, you stop dreaming for it, you know what that's called? It's called a churban. That's a churban. But when a person has something and he's still yearning for it, that's a binyan. That's a binyan based on Mekdash. So Kaddish Baruch Hu in this week's parasha, and we know through our Kol Kula, he wants to give Eretz Yisrael to Kali Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz of Kali Yisrael. And we're, mamish, we're almost there. Parshas Pinchas, we're speaking about the portion of the land. We're getting ready, Mamish. We're almost by Devarim, we're, almost, we're weeks away from getting Eretz Yisrael. And Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to give Eretz Yisrael to Kali Yisrael forever. Even after the exile, there was still a, right, we know the Kedusha of, of Eretz Yisrael stayed. Once we entered in, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael stayed forever. And Kaddish Baruch wanted to give Kalah Yisrael Eretz Yisrael forever. But the problem is, when you give somebody something that they've been yearning for so long for, when they step foot and they settle, then they settle. Once you settle, yes, you settle. Homophone? Homogram? I don't remember. You become complacent. Once they build the land, 14 years, conquest, Yoshua, they're fighting, they're building, then they settled. And if anybody learns Navi, right after Yoshua, Shoftim comes. It's, if you know Navi at all, it is, it is bad, bad, bad. I think there's 20 Prakim. Bad, 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 bad. Bad, bad. There's like low tov. It's like low tov. Because once you get something that you've been yearning for, you forget to yearn for it. 
you become desensitized. So who, who will never stop yearning? Who will never stop remembering? Who is it? Who is the most powerful yearning? We want to keep Eretz Yisrael alive. Who is the one who can keep it alive the most? The one who will never get it. Dafka, the one who will never step foot, his yearning will never, ever end. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, the one who is ready to be Moser Nefesh, to die for Kalal Yisrael, Kajabar says, I have a last mission for you. I have one more mission for you. Because you already proved that you'd be Moser Nefesh for Kalal Yisrael, so now you have to be Moser Nefesh for Yisrael. And I can't let you step foot. You need to be the one to yearn for Eretzel forever. Come upon Har Havarim. Go look at the land. Yearn for it. Beg me for it. Veschanan, 515 times. Moshe Rabbeinu still till today, he's still yearning for it because he never stepped foot. And he never will step foot until Mashiach. So Moshe Rabbeinu's yearning is keeping Eretz Yisrael alive. When everybody else settled the land, they became settled. And they forgot about it. Moshe Rabbeinu is still in Shemayim, yearning and yearning and yearning. When am I going to step foot? When am I going to step foot? When am I going to step foot? When everybody else forgot about Eretz Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu was going strong. Hashem wasn't teasing him. Moshe Rabbeinu was roi. He was muchsher for this avoda to be Moshe Nefesh to keep Eretz Yisrael alive. Eretz Yisrael is the Alma Da'asi. Eretz Yisrael was the Alma Da'asi for Kal Yisrael. That was the futuristic world, the world to come. And Moshe Rabbeinu kept that in his, in his Ikara, he kept it alive, Mamash. But every land we know, and like I said, listening to the song we just, sang, we just heard, and we know there's a Chitonis and there's a Pinimis of everything. And if a person only yearns for chitzonius, then a panemius can die. And if a person only yearns for panemius, a chitzonius could die. So you need to yearn for both. Go on top of haravarim, go look at the land. See, peace says a lashon of looking, right? Go look at the land, Moshe Rabbeinu. Dafka, you have to look, you have to see it. Ura Isa Osav in Asavta Mechan, you should see it and you'll begin, and then you're gonna die. You're gonna gather into your people, right? You're, you're gonna see it and then you're gonna die. To hold on to that yearning. But the Rahim Kadir says there's a double lush and riyah here. Ura'isa aritz, ura isa osa. Because Moshe Bin looked at the Chitzonius of Eretz Israel, and he also looked at the Pinimius of Eretz Israel. He kept both alive. We needed both. So even when the Chitonius, the Churban was destroyed, the Kedusha stayed. And even when the Kedusha was destroyed, the Chitonius was still there. Shoftim was a lot of Kedusha destroyed, but the, but the, the Chitonius was still there. And even when the Churban happened and there was a destruction and the Chitonius was gone, the Pinimius stayed. There's still a Kedusha there, it's a strong. That could be the two Lashonas, maybe. 
of Kivinu and Mitzapan Nishalo. We have to hope and we have to yearn for both the Chitzonis and the Pinimis. We need to have two for the Yeshua. Because if we want a full Yeshua, Yeshua B'Shlemusa, it has to be Chitzonis and Pinimis. That's, that's always how it is. It has to be body and soul. We need both. You can't have a body without a soul, you can't have a soul without a body. The Midla Tali. Says Rav Kook, how could, how could you go through the three weeks? How could a person yearn for Eretz Yisrael and not be thinking at least about Rav Kook? Rav Kook was somebody who was in Eretz Yisrael and he never for one second stopped yearning for Eretz Yisrael. Yes? Never for a minute was he not thinking and dreaming about Eretz Yisrael, even though he was there. There are tzaddikim who, who keep Eretz Yisrael alive. Some keep the Torah alive. It says, it says Rav Kook, he says, See peace the Yeshua, the hope for the Yeshua. He, he hamachshira es It is the hechshir. It is that which brings the geula. Like we were saying. The Yeshua is what brings the geula. He, he hamivia es ruach tamalka mashiach. The yearning for Mashiach, as Samach David Avdecha, the yearning for Mashiach is what brings Mashiach. El Ho'olamim to all the worlds, Harabim, the El Ho'olamim to our worlds. So that's what's going on. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu had to go up. He had to look. We needed him to. It wasn't a tease. That's the, that's the Baruch Hashan Esrei. That's the Avodah that we're in right now. Kilishuascha kivinu kohayom mitzapin Yeshua. This is the, this is the height of the year of Sipis Yeshua. To yearn for Eretz Yisrael, to yearn for Yerushalayim, to yearn for the Beis Hamikdash, to yearn for Kodesh Baruch Hu, to yearn for the Gula Shleimu B'mehir Amen. Amen. Can I play it again? Play it one more time. We'll play it and then we'll and then we'll we'll get into it. You don't have to ask me. I'm not paying attention. Let's play it. Let's get into it, and then we'll, then we'll sing it afterwards. We'll keep going. Imagine, just to give you a little bit of a dimmion, imagine Moshe Rabbeinu, imagine Moshe Rabbeinu standing on top of Haravaram, looking at Eretz Yisrael, and he's singing, he's singing this song. Imagine that.
Moshe, he opens up Yeshua. The related idea of the Medrash says that when, when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes, Klai Yisrael is going, to, is going to be standing on a mountain looking to go into Eretz Yisrael. Right about, right, right about Mashiach's coming, we're all about to go back in. We're going to be standing on a mountain, seeing like Moshe Rabbeinu was. Is that about, the eagle or, or the eagle? The eagle's going to take us to the mountain. So we're going to... Eagle's taking us to this mountain right before we go in. Sit on the tarmac for a while. <laughs> what happens is that Kali Yisrael, you know what's going to happen. Medrash says that Kali Yisrael is going to take one look back into Gullus. And there's going to be certain taiwa that Kali Yisrael has not to go into Yisrael. Because the yearning for Mashiach during Gullus tastes so much better than what Mashiach might actually be. The, the yearning for it. The yearning for the Gula. Who knows what, 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 you know, what it's going to be Mashiach comes, but, but that yearning that we have... Ability to, to create that shuka is is the issue itself. Well, yeah, it's, uh, we have to spend time yearning, yearning for something, longing for something, and not just things in Gashmis. Everybody yearns for Gashmis. There's enough yearning for Gashmis. <laughs> you need to start yearning for Ruchnius, spiritual things, in a very deep way. But you can't yearn fast. Yearning is slow. Yearning is like churning slowly. Chew the cud, you yearn, you slowly, slowly. We need to, it's a very big avoda to spend time. We're always in a rush. Nowadays, it's always in a rush. So it's, it's a big schuss to come together and to sing songs of yearning. This is a moment of, of kisufani, a moment of tzipi sili yeshua. Don't take it for granted. It doesn't come very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that we have Eretz Yisrael, but we have Chitzoni. Like, we have it, so it's almost like we got it. So you stop hearing it, but it's a trip. It's really not. Right. Right. It's a that's the whole, whole Zionist mission. That was the whole, that was the whole skull that was, you know, messed up so many people in Europe. Because we, we had it. Or at least we felt it, right? Right. So we, we haven't, we don't have it. We don't have a lot of people. There's sometimes, yeah, there's sometimes you have people, and this is a tr- this is true. Sometimes there's people in in Chutzlaretz who are more in Eretz Yisrael than people in Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. Now that's not. There's no numbers here, but it could be that there are people in Eretz in Chutzlaretz who are yearning for Eretz Yisrael more than people who are actually there, and therefore those who yearn for it are more there because they're keeping it alive. Yeah, but I feel like it's yearning for a different Eretz Yisrael. They're yearning for, They're yearning for the, the infinite. Yeah. 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 So when the gula comes, what are we yearning for? When the gula comes? Yeah, what are we going to be yearning for? Kaddish Baruch is going to have, uh, there's going to be a certain Indian in the world that... I wish we were in days of... Nah, there's going to be a certain Indian that we're always yearning for the next moment. Mm. Because it's just like the concept of Tainig to media and a Tainig. Once you have, right, if you have a Tainig, if Shabbos would be every day, it wouldn't be so geschmack. It would lose its, it would use its, yeah. lose its flavor. Ah, but Mashiach's called Yom Shakul Shabbos. So I thought Tainik to me the Tainik. There's going to be, there's going to be when, when Kaddish Baruch reveals himself and we change the way that we think and we feel and we process, there's going to be an ability to have something and still yearn for it for every moment because it's the Yom Shakul Shabbos. Every moment you're going to be living in but also yearning for that next moment. It's going to be a chiddush of the Asa. So yearning for the future requires like time, right? You need time, but after Mashiach comes, it's really a concept of time anymore. Could be. Once we hit, if we hit Netzach Netzach, then there'll be no concept of time, right? Then, right, that's like then you can, 
quantum, right? We know now that like, can you miss a terror? We live in a, ti- <clears throat> a time, but it's really like time is different on planets. Time is just a construct that like is made up for our existence here. That's yeah, I it. think a Jew spoke about that, no? Abraham Stein? Who? Oh yeah, short sure. theory relativity. That yeah. was him. He's a Jew. They, he he knew. Proved it. He was a uh, he. If you read some of his stuff, I'm not. I'm saying like a line here and a line there. I'm not saying read his. But you hear some of the lines he said. He was he was dead on. He was dead on. Yeah. Wow. There's <coughs> such a concept though. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Ah, it goes back to what you said. There is something to yearn for in the Muslim Mashiach because I have heard that when Mashiach does come and everybody does go to Eretz Yisrael, eventually the Muslim Mashiach are kind of going to end and every, all the Yidin are just going to go to Ghanaian. Ah. So oh, I feel that's like that's the next step then. ノーマルなんてなってるやつ。なるほどね。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる。またやる
learning. But if, if I'm learning yeah. before I sit down and I learn, I say, Hashem, may this learning be towards the building of solution to learn how to do it. I don't mean learning is very from Shia. I mean yearning for learning. I'm sitting down and I'm with Hashem. Help me, yeah. Help me come close to you. Help me learn with Lishma. Help me, help me, help me feel you in my field. What Rajuna is saying is that the concept of yearning for something holy is yearning for Mashiach. So that's so that so, so that goes back to what Rabbi Nachman is saying. The zikaron, the ikr zikaron is amadasi. The ikr zikaron is amadasi. But any zikaron that a person has, which is is a, is a yearning, that's what he means there. Is always bringing you towards the Amadasi. The Amadasi is the Iker Zikaram, but every other type of Zikaram yearning is a prat of that. Right, you said the Amadasi means. So that's why that could be what it means. Higher dark and Could be what it means. Maybe ask me. Maybe turn it up.